hasn't seen it's series 5 or season 5 depending on what part of the world you live in Janine's holding up her five fingers her five spirit fingers which um, actually ties into the movie we are talking about today but yes it is a new series if you didn't listen to the last episode which was our uh, Hobbs and Shaw little sort of boat well it was our Hobbs and Shaw bonus episode to wrap up the fast and furious series that we did um Janine basically well she told us all what uh series five would be what the uh, genre of movies not a series of movies this time but a genre of movies um and that is teen movies so yay aren't we all looking forward to that but janine we have to start off with some sort of teen movie because we're doing teen movies so it wouldn't make sense to start off with a sci-fi movie um <laughs> no it would not and maybe you maybe you uh, maybe you did get the uh, the clue of spirit fingers but janine what movie are we kicking series 5 the teen movie series off with today today we are not dropping any spirit sticks we are talking about Bring It On from 2000, directed by Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed, who went on to do Ant-Man. And you can really tell that he went on to do Ant-Man from watching, you know, this movie about cheerleaders. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. So related. Hell of a lot. Hell of a lot of cheerleading in Ant-Man. Um, Peyton Reed actually has... A fun little cameo in Bring It On as a uh, as a, mime. a street mime. That's fun. Um, I was just doing my spirit fingers throughout all of that. Uh, Janine, <laughs> are you doing your spirit fingers? I am. By the way, spirit fingers is just fluttering your fingers back and forth. And basically, that's it. There's not much spirit to it as far as I can gather. Well, it according to uh, some sort of ghost. Sp- according to Sparky Palastri, there is an art to it. Well, Sparky Palastri, <laughs> or whatever his stupid goddamn name is, <laughs> I don't pay any attention to him because he was one of about well, near enough every character in this movie is some sort of thief. Um, he was certainly a thief. Yes, was uh, Sparky or. or a con man or a strange dance choreographer. But yes, bring it on. For those who don't know, Janine, what is bring it on about? Why did you feel it so necessary that I see this movie <laughs> out of all the teen movies ever? Well, my generation was all about the like late 90s, early 2000 teen movies. I have a great love for those silly films. And for our bonus film, we are doing Not Another Teen Movie. So I thought it would only be fair to basically watch the movies that are heavily spoofed in that movie and bring it on as one of them. So it's about a squad of cheerleaders who are like champions. Um, This new girl, she's a senior. She gets put in the place of captain. 
um, and they're getting ready for the next championship uh, cheer competition before they realize that all their cheers over the years have been stolen by a squad in East Compton. So they get called out by this East Compton squad and now they have to actually be original in order to win the championship. That's pretty much it. That is uh, pretty much it. We have Kirsten Dunst in the lead role, which uh, is actually fun. I actually thought Kirsten Dunst fit kind of really well. Um, I thought she, I, 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 just when I, when, when I first started watching this, like the first 10 minutes or so, I thought, okay, Kirsten Dunst, this is some sort of strange, silly cheerleading movie. Does Kirsten Dunst fit? Kirsten Dunst fits really well. She, she is appropriately silly. She, I think, I feel like everybody is well aware of how of of this movie's little bit of camp that it's got in there, just oh, yeah, a like, tiny little bit, <laughs> adding cheer a, into every word or yeah. saying they put the this in that like she puts the itch in bitch like what <laughs> <laughs> she puts the ass in massive <laughs> okay yeah there's a there's there's a lot of she stuff puts like the that whore and horrifying. <laughs> There is, there is a, a surprising amount of stuff in that. Cheerocracy. Uh, to do with that. Cheer-tainer. Cheerocracy, which was my my favourite one. How do we pick a new member? This is a cheerocracy. <laughs> which yes. is... But yeah, it has uh, a lot of that. So that pretty much tell, tells you the uh, the tone of movie we are, we are uh, talking about here. Um, but I actually thought... Kirsten Dunst fit very well, and she also played like well. I I know she can play like a a, a romantic uh, female lead fairly well, relatively well, and she does that again. Um, yeah, what did you think I, of her little romance with Cliff? Which you don't get a lot of characters named Cliff. I don't think. <laughs> no, I feel who is that? Cliff. When I think of Cl- of the name Cliff, I think of Cliff Robertson, who played Uncle Ben in Spider Man. Yes. Uh, which is also, you know, there's the Kirsten Dunst reference, or yeah. linkages. Um, that's the only movie person I can recall by the name of Cliff. Look, can you really Cliff? think of a movie character off the top of your head that's named Cliff? Cliff. I can think of uh, Cliff Thorburn, who was a Canadian snooker player in the 80s. <laughs> See, that doesn't um, count. I can think of Cliff, who uh, lives on this very street. There is a, a gentleman named Cliff. Um, That's about it. Yeah, see? I don't know. So any, I, don't a, know I can think a... of Clifford the Big Red Dog. That Wait, is true. Who, who would be called Cliff if he was an old man. Maybe if um, he turns into the old grey dog, then he'll be Cliff. <laughs> Cliff the old grey dog, the very poorly received sequel to that particular children's television show. Um, but yeah, you, you are quite right. There is nobody named Cliff in movies. Um, I thought he was okay. 
to be honest, he wasn't my favorite part of the movie. I don't know who played him. Who was it who played him? Uh, Jesse Bradford. Jesse, see, I've never heard Schmodown. of Jesse Bradford before <laughs> in my life. There you go, Schmodown. Yeah, he didn't do very much. He did another teen, like, thriller called Swim Fan, where he's, like, this awesome, like, swim star at his school, and then um, this girl, like, gets obsessed with him. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he isn't, he's, he's a little bit of, uh, I suppose he's kind of nice, but he's also kind of a douche. Uh particularly to his sister but he loves the clash (laughs) he does love the clash to be fair to him um you know me of course being such a fan of late 70s british punk i'm you know really really into that that's not true at all um i don't want to put that out there and for people who may be listening to this for the first for the first time who now think oh morgan you're such a big fan of the clash no, sorry, it's not necessarily <laughs> my uh, my thing there. But uh, his his sister, who is uh, Eliza Dushku, Missy. or Missy, as her character is, she's the new person in the in the cheerleading squad in Kirsten Dunst's cheerleading squad, who was a gymnast. And everybody was like, oh, is this girl really? Because, you know, she's not exactly typical cheerleader person. No. Um, she comes in not being all preppy and fun and cheerful. And, you, f- you know, I feel like being cheerful is a big part of being a cheerleader. Um, or at least putting on the face of cheerfulness. Putting on the mask of happiness there's some depth to cheerleading that there's some psychological depth to cheerleading that uh, this movie does not get into and but it's is funny. not the point entirely but it's, it is funny it's funny that she joins the team because there's no gymnastics team but yet you never really see her do any gymnastics ever again beyond that audition scene <laughs> because yeah. it's Eliza Dushku and she is not a gymnast <laughs> No, no, she's, although admittedly the gymnast who performed the little routine in the audition was most impressive. Yes, very impressive. And then she could just Um, do her little pop up and be like, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you, yeah, it is very much one of those, uh, oh, now we can put the close up on. There you go. Yeah. That's 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 over with that. Yeah, that was that was Eliza all all the way through. Yeah, it was. Promise, promise it was. Um, but yeah. Uh, speaking of that audition scene, actually, and kind of throughout this whole movie, very much felt like a musical to me. Yeah, it wasn't a musical. It is pretty much in no way a musical, but I think the fact that it kind of opens with a, a cheerleading number um i don't exactly know do you call cheerleading stuff cheerleading songs i don't know i'm british we don't really have cheerleaders um Um, what do you call them i guess they're just general cheers or routines i would think okay so i was not a cheerleader i was an orchestra i was a big nerd so yeah don't ask me to give you any specifics on cheerleaders because that's perfect you have a not a cheerleader 
You have a skill. You played the cello. And um, the violin. And the violin. There Thank you, you very much. You're very good with string instruments. Um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe it's the fact that it opens with a, a big cheer number where uh, everybody's doing this routine and everybody's singing and introducing and themselves. Doing that. Introducing themselves, I'm whoever, and I do this, and I'm the best, and I, you know, people, people want to touch my ass. Apparently, was a line I think in in, in that song, uh, but yeah, which is a little questionable to open the movie being all you know, like that. What did you um, think of it? Like before you found out it was a dream sequence, what were you? What were your thoughts when you first saw that? <laughs> I actually forgot it was a dream sequence until right this second. Um, it was a dream sequence. It was a dream sequence. Um, I was thinking, oh, so this is a musical then. <laughs> but no, it isn't a musical. Um, I was also thinking, I must admit, actually, uh, when the... And that whole other, because obviously the whole big point of the dream is, oh, Kirsten Dunst is so embarrassed because her top's fallen off in front of the whole school <laughs> doing the cheerleading routine. Oh, it's terrible. I actually thought that this was going to be um, more of one of, more of, uh, along the lines of a uh, little, I mean, not, not an all out teen sex comedy like an American Pie, but have more of a, uh, mo you know, more of a uh, style of that. After that first scene, that's what I thought because I thought, okay, I'm okay, and I'm down for that. That's fine. That's not a problem at all. Yeah. Um, but it it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Um, so yeah, I just think it's a little weird to open. Well, I don't think it's weird to open up the movie like that. I just think the opening of the movie set itself up as a musical sex comedy and the rest of the movie was not a musical sex comedy. Um, but it was all fine. Yeah, but they tell you it's a dream. They do it's tell you like it's a dream and that's hyper fine. hyper-reality. Maybe I'm just thinking too much. <laughs> Probably just thinking too much. So as thinky, I Morgan. Always, so thinky. I'm sorry I'm used to being stupid and analytical on It's a Wonderful Podcast with... Uh, occasionally intense subject matter um we, we do too few truly silly movies on on it's a wonderful podcast so uh yeah maybe i'm just overthinking as always yes, um maybe just but no tad. like the characters do like seem to speak in like a rhythm as well though maybe it's because they're cheerleaders and they're used to being very rhythmic and having routines and speaking, you know, in, in some sort of song rhythm. Yeah, um, the cadences but, were very um, rhythmic and yeah. kind of musical. General conversations felt, okay, is there going to be a song starting here now? This would <laughs> usually be in a musical where a song would start. After, you know, because in, in musicals, how does every song start? 
with Somebody's a bit of just kind of talking speaking and then... and then it's rhythmic speaking and then it's a big whole dance number yes which i think is why i think this actually was made into a musical on like broadway which makes all the sense in the world <laughs> that makes all the sense in the world to me that this uh was adapted as a as a musical but i don't know i just got those those vibes from it and it kind of made me enjoy it even more it certainly made it feel very um as weird as it is to say it had a, a rhythm to it it had a beat to it uh a very upbeat feeling for most of the movie and it should um, if it's about really cheerleaders <laughs> exactly so it makes they're sense. all about pep like they used to be called like pep squads and stuff back in the day right i'm pretty sure exactly <laughs> exactly and that you know that's that's what i'm saying i think it's been i think it's actually been put in there for a reason i think it's been put in there for a reason to put some you know to m make everything results. kind of have like this underlying like rhythm and and yeah. pep and spirit <laughs> to make us all have subconscious pep in us while we're watching this movie because it fe the whole thing feels like one big subconscious cheerleading yeah. routine and again maybe i'm overthinking again but or maybe you just know. got the the core that maybe not many people picked up on because you're maybe. just that insightful Maybe me and Peyton Reed are just on, uh, on, the, same on the same wavelength. wavelength. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so did so you yeah. have fun with this movie? Did you like the story? I mean, the story was as typical as a story as I'm expecting with these teen movies. And that's perfect, to be honest with you. Nobody wants a overly elaborate, stupid nonsense big old plot with a with a T movie. You're not in there for that. You're in there for the entertainment and the slight bit of drama and maybe a bit of fun and laughs and stuff like that. That's what you watch a teen movie for. You're not watching a teen movie thinking you're watching some sort of heavy mystery. <laughs> Unless I suppose you're watching like a teen thriller. But we're not watching teen thrillers. This is mainly sort of we're not doing thrillers in this series. Yeah. I think the closest we get to thrillers is maybe Cruel Intentions, but even then, it's that's kind of pushing it to say it's a thriller. I mean, teen drama. <laughs> it's a more drama. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, the story of you know the 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 Toros, which is Kirsten Dunsty's, uh, Dunsty's. I said then Dunsty's. That's not a word. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst—that's a horrible plural word to say. Dunst—you can't put an s on the end of Dunst, and it sound okay. <laughs> and have it make sense. And have oh. it make any sense at all? Um, but yeah, their group uh, is found out, obviously, to be to have been stealing from Gabrielle Union's group from East Compton for the last five years or however long they've won the championship for is that what you um, expected the plot to be i mean pretty much i mean maybe maybe not as much stealing because apparently every cheerleading squad steals from everybody and 
there's no originality in cheerleading, which I think is the main message of this movie. But the is Toros that... ultimately become original. They do, ultimately, through, you know, I, I would say no thanks to Sparky Pulaski, P- P- Sp- or whatever his stupid name is. <laughs> Pulaski. With the spirit fingers, who is the con man who is selling his services to a number of different cheerleading squads all throughout was... the California area. That and, was so, um, like, so sad that 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 group did that performance before them and then they go out there they know that it's going to be the exact same thing but they're still just smiling and doing as best they can and they just oh I feel so bad for them <sighs> yeah because I mean that happens at the because there's sort of two little competition things in this there's this sort of preliminary round of cheerleading and then there's the big whole national champion like it, in a I suppose I suppose you could call this a sports movie. You could. Really. It is a sports movie, isn't it? So there's always some sort of national championship game and or tournament and uh you know there there is in this as well but in that first one like the preliminary thing is when obviously they uh they really get found out to be doing the same routine. Um as Gabrielle Union's people. Yes. And uh, that's where they're all... And the judges are all shocked and they're kind of all upset and it looks like, oh, no, it's all going to hell. What have we been doing? All our lives have been a lie. <laughs> and then... Yeah, the, eventually, you know what's going to happen. The nationals come and... Uh, oh, we found an original routine. And... um we're going to do it. Yay, originality. Well, that's and they... where Peyton Reed's mime comes in because they take inspiration from all different kinds of dance, interpretive dance and miming and musicals and... See, uh, musicals. Like you need a musical. Martial arts. This Swing dancing. So there's a whole little do montage have... of them like taking inspiration from all different kinds of things to come up with their big final original dance. And as an artistic person, a creative person, I really appreciated that. Is that your favorite part of the movie? What is your favorite <laughs> element to this movie? I'm very interested. My favorite part of the whole movie? Well, your favorite element to this movie? I think that is it. Them just coming up with their own thing and then seeing the final, the two final routines between East Compton and them. Well, um, of course, as uh, as some sports movies like to do as well, is that the is that Kirsten Dunst's um, team don't actually win the championship, but no. they still win the hearts of many for being original. Yes, and they're number two, and they're proud of that. That like them being themselves was still really great, and that a We're squad still second that, in the country. Yes, and that a squad who never really got their due gets their due. So it's only fair, as East Compton yeah. ends up winning first place. They do, they do, and they had their problems too. Although there was quite like, there wasn't as much of them as I was expecting. There was, a, I mean, there was enough. Um, there was just enough to, you know, get their story um, 
they couldn't they couldn't raise money to actually go to the nationals. Um, so Kirsten Dunst actually goes to them and basically offers them sponsorship money from her dad's company or whatever it is. Um, and they don't take that. They want to do it themselves. Um, they get stuff from this this talk show. Um, this like wish talk show. <laughs> Pauletta's talk show. Pauletta, I don't know what that is. Is that real? No. She's supposed See, to be I don't like know. East Compton Oprah. <laughs> East Compton Oprah, there you go. If it was Oprah, then I'd know and it'd make sense to yeah, me. Yeah, well, no, the whole point this... of it is is that she'll probably help them because she grew up in their neighborhood. She's from the neighborhood um, they're from. And yeah. now she's a talk show host, so... They wrote her a letter and, for their wish day episode and she was able to grant yeah. their wish and send them to regionals. The like the fairy godmother that she is. Yes. Um, so yeah, they get the money to go there and there's... But I like, know, that, I like that show of integrity. Like, we don't need your help. We'll do it ourselves. Like Yeah. And I like how, you know, uh, at the start of this movie, it's very much uh, this rivalry um at least from yeah at least oh well a lot from uh from gabriel union's part there's a lot of hate there because rightly so these lot have been stealing her routine for the last five years and have won the national championships using that routine and you have to think like she wasn't the captain at that time. She just had to sit back and go with what the squad did. So whoever was captain was maybe too afraid or just didn't want to like make a fuss about it. And she just had to kind of sit back and to see her kind of sassy, like, you know, personality who's really protective of her squad. Um, to Just to kind of maybe think on your own about her backstory of her maybe sitting back for four years and watching this happen. And now she's captain, so she's definitely going to do something about it now. So yeah. to see that kind of determination, if you kind of think about what she's probably had to deal with for the past four years, you can totally understand all of it. Yeah, and she does do something about it. And, yes. um But what I do like is the fact that they actually grow to have this respect for each other. Oh, and yeah, their different they ways of, of captains, captaining their <laughs> captaining. own... Uh, captaining. That's a word. <laughs> their different ways of, uh, of captaining their own cheerleading squads. squads. Yes. Um, so, by yeah, by the end, it's like... I think what one of the last li- lines is like, uh, you know, you were good. Yeah, but we were better. Yeah, you were better. <laughs> or yeah, we were better, or something like that. I was paraphrasing, yeah, but there was, yeah. there's respect there between them at the end, and I like that, um, because obviously at the start of the movie, yeah, there was this some bad blood it, there, the, some bad blood because the previous captain of Kirsten Dunst's uh, squad, Big had Red, been video, yeah, had, <laughs> Big Red had been videotaping. Uh, be going over to East Compton, which is, you know, it's not a short drive from San Diego to like 100 miles. Yeah, but I mean, to go over there purely to videotape someone's cheerleading routine I, and bring I it back, just come up with your own. 
No, she's lazy. That's why she That's puts pr- the big itch. Red. That's why she puts the itch in bitch, Morgan. Okay. She puts the whore in horrifying, Morgan. <laughs> I mean. Okay. But she's the real she's she's the real villain of this whole movie. She is. So then when she sees them doing that terrible uh, sparky polarity routine at um the regionals or whatever the, she is yeah pissed. yeah she, <laughs> she's she like i handpicked this routine for you i showed it to you like it was you know idiot proof but they didn't want to cheat so yeah kirsten Dunsey's like that was a fake routine we've already done we've we've been doing somebody else's routine you you're you know you you were a, a, a cheat and a fake and a what whatever all the you know horrible words get uh, thrown out there in a in a in a, in a rhythmic way um because that's what this uh that's what this movie likes likes to do but yes all along while that's going on we have the romance between um missy's brother cliff and kirsten dunst torrance um torrance which is obviously the secondary. You always have to throw a romance in there. It, but it I wouldn't liked... be a teen movie if it didn't. And it was It was good. built very well. Like, I thought it was fine. Like, I thought that they took the time with it. Like, normally that those kinds of things are really rushed. And I feel like that's how it would really be if you had, like, a little crush on your friend's brother or something. Like, that cute little moment of them kind of without words, having, like, flirty little looks in the bathroom and brushing their yeah. teeth together and just like these cute little flirtatious conversations and him actually like talking to her that he he believes in her and kind of giving her these little confident pep talks and I feel like a lot of that was just a nice build whereas in kind of teen movies these like oh my gosh I'm already in love with you things are so rushed this was like like cute and they took little moments to like have them kind of interact and have these cute little moments together so i appreciated that i thought it was really cute them kind of building up on that because i mean also if you think but she had a boyfriend at the time so it's not like they could just full on be like hey but even just like all that stuff like when they're doing the cheers and she's like giving them the looks and then like the girls are accusing her of having cheer sex with him (laughs) like (laughs) which i don't know what is that that's what is that? Just giving him hot eyes while she's cheering, apparently. I guess, yeah, you're having cheer sex with him. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not exactly a form of sex, is it? That I mean, <laughs> looking at someone whilst cheerleading. Yeah, but you're giving him, like, it's a hot little bit... eyes. <laughs> I still don't agree with the, the fellow cheerleaders' <laughs> assumption that this is some form of cheer sex. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about that <laughs> word. Um, And that's coming from the girl who lets the dude who picks her up stick his fingers in places. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened. Like, that was a thing in this movie. Like, oh, my God. Looking back, I'm like, that doesn't hold up very well. Oh, God. (laughs) I can help it if my digits slip from time to time. Like, what? What? Now, caught caught that. No. Yes. Um, and fun fact, a, that guy is married to the girl fact. who you will see in not another teen movie. See, there's a lot of linkages going on. Yes. Here. And the kid who plays a little brother in this movie will also be in a not another teen movie. So many linkages. <laughs> too many, too many for me to handle. I can't handle it. 
But so. you do bring up <laughs> the fact that there is a little little bit of stuff in this that is doesn't uh, quite hold up. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't quite hold up. Um, in today's world, <laughs> frequent casual homophobia, for instance. Yeah. Do you um, speak fag? Like what? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But we look we we look past it. We look it past is. it. We, it's a movie of its time. It's a movie of its time. It is. We 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 can look past that stuff. And as for actually, as for the um, the romance. You know, I always appreciate a, a, a romance in a movie that actually takes a little bit of time to get going because, as we find out quite frequently on It's a Wonderful Podcast, any romance that happens in an older movie happens within the first five minutes, even though the people haven't met and they're already, you know, married, living with two kids for 20 years. Yeah. Within the first 10 minutes. Um, you know, the rest of their lives have been decided upon a single meeting, and uh, that is what movies of a certain era tended to do. So I, I can appreciate a uh, a romance that takes its takes its time, a has its flirtation burn. in there, has its finding out about each other in there, and all that stuff. And I think some teen movies do do that very well. I think more recent teen movies do that very do that well. well. Yeah. But like, um, and I and you could see that happening if you know, since her boyfriend was a total like douche nozzle. That I mean, he was <laughs> the worst. With he did also drive the worst car, and <laughs> that car would not have looked out of place in the first Fast and Furious movie. And he was just this weird, creepy Ken doll who wore turtlenecks, and uh, he did wear turtlenecks, and not nice turtlenecks either. He wore bright red turtlenecks. Yes. So yeah, I mean, you could see her like wanting to be drawn to a guy who is very encouraging and sweet and kind and kind of different, not as preppy, kind of rough around the edges guy than her like preppy kind of boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I who obviously was ignoring her. Like she would call him all the time to ask him for help on things and he would just never be around. So yeah. Wasn't he with somebody else at some point as well? Yes, he cheated on her too. So. He was with somebody else. It's yeah. all a, it's all, it's all what it is. Um, After he parents... got off the phone with her, he was like, "Oh, babe, that was my sister, but you're not my sister." And then crawls back into bed with this random chick. But you're not my sister. Does it really? He lies to, to the girl. There? He lies to the girl and says his girlfriend is his sister on the phone, and then proceeds to be like, Ugh. "He does." But that babe. line is also incredibly strange yeah. that was my sister but you're not my sister so let's yay. get it out yeah. <laughs> so anyone that is not your sister is now fine by you um kirsten dunce's parents also don't like him no. Um, <laughs> Which that was a funny him. setup when he drives up and they're just like, oh my gosh, just remember he's going away to college. He's going away to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that one, yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, I do, I, I did appreciate the romance between them. I just felt like it was missing that big romantic gesture moment. Well, like, she grabs, like, the back of his neck and, like, pulls him in for a crazy kiss at the end. That was pretty violent. But, <laughs> but um, you know, 
there wasn't this there wasn't this big dramatic declaration of of love did you need that i did need that or there wasn't this big dramatic um realization i i think of clueless and share running down the the stairs at, at rodeo drive and going i love I josh that that is a big dramatic romantic moment right but that there. was kind of the core of the movie this movie is about cheerleading so i appreciated that the right. romance was kind of a secondary side plot it wasn't the main focus because that wasn't the focus of the well, movie yeah. the focus was the cheerleading I trust me, trust true. me, you will get plenty of that with She's All That. She's All That she's will be all, that. all about focused on the romance and the big gestures. She, she's All That is the Freddie Prince Jr. one? <laughs> yes. Yes. Slow down. <laughs> Yay. Yay for me. Once we're finished with this, I can enter into a 90s teen or a late 90s, early 2000s teen movie a schmodown exhibition match and come <laughs> second to janine yes. and but have the respect of originality and doing it on my own except i didn't do it on my own i had help from janine oh dear <laughs> my life is a lie <laughs> so you will love these movies you will get some paul walker <laughs> Paul Walker. Paul Walker's saw. back. He's in we two of these movies Paul we will Walker. watch. <laughs> he will be in he... two of these movies that we will watch. Well, so I mean that. I mean two of them. Mm-hmm. So much Paul Walker. Yes. I mean, fair enough. I, I, you know, as we all found out, I'm now a fan of Paul Walker as <laughs> I'd never seen a Paul Walker movie before. We did the Fast and Furious stuff. Um, so, yay, I guess more Paul Walker is uh, good. And, yes. uh, and that's good as well. Speaking, like you said, the fact that um, the romance isn't... The romance is the side plot, so maybe it doesn't need a big romantic gesture. You certainly get the big cheerleading gesture at the, at the end because the performances are actually very impressive yes and you see all the little inspiration that they took from they're doing like karate kicks and doing the little mime hands and yeah all the moves that they kind of were incorporating in that montage the swing dancing like you get to see all of it and their little mix of music and there is a gesture cliff went there and made her like a mixtape of his song and they put his song into the final cheer mm, and he was like rocking is out like to a it. A mixtape is like a tier three romantic gesture. That's like, that's like a standard that should happen in every movie of this series. You make a mixtape, you uh, take them to the prom when their original crush, the popular football player, uh, didn't turn up. Is you turn up? Okay, you, you will get you that turn up all after, down the line. <laughs> you turn you turn up after after forty minutes and take her instead and then the last one is um uh rigging the votes of the prom to make her the prom queen and then you go up and kiss her in front of the whole school and that is how you get a girlfriend in the late 90s i'm knowledgeable 
Yes, you are. So you will get to see all of that in the upcoming episodes of this series. So just be patient. Does all that get it all right now? (laughs) Does all does all that actually happen in one of these movies? (laughs) Um, perhaps. Perhaps. The mixtape. The coming to the house for for the prom once the original date stood her up and the kissing at the prom. Mm. All in the same movie. Have I guessed a movie? <laughs> Have I written my own teen movie? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> These movies are so funny. I'm not going to say exactly that, but you're pretty close. These movies are so... This is why I like movies like this sometimes, because they're so easy to watch. They're they just are, entertaining. And, they're and silly. They're fun. And... What was yeah, your favorite um, part? Would you say the final routines as well? I would say the final routines are definitely the most impressive part. Um, speaking of the final routines, the... Um, and, and, you know, more of the questionable things that are happening in this movie, the announcer person <laughs> at the national cheerleading championships should probably not be an announcer at a national cheerleading championships yeah. um because apparently was it something like there are three things here that i'm okay with one of them being the short skirts of everyone involved oh yeah short skirts and blah 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 i'm like oh my god okay it's like yep yeah. uh fire him fire him <laughs> They needed the announcer from the football game. (laughs) They needed the announcer from the football game, which was (laughs) by far the funniest (laughs) thing in the whole movie. He's like, and now here's your Rancho Carne football team. And here come your five-time national champion cheerleading squad, the Rancho Carne Toros. (laughs) That football game. He announces the football team and so lame and sad. And they all come out like dropping their helmets, tripping over themselves. Like the band is like, (laughs) like the band doesn't even play for them. And then when the cheerleaders come out, the the announcer gets all pet up the band's playing the school song <laughs> and here they come like because they're the champions <laughs> and i that love that whole the the football players are trying to make of the cheerleader guys and then he's like dude <laughs> like you just lost the game and then he doesn't know what to say <laughs> and the other team's like making fun of them <laughs> that football game is by far the funniest Hilarious. sequence in the when whole the movie two, i when the other team's making fun of them, they're like, and there are your cheer boys scamming on all your squirrel. And it doesn't matter because you don't have dicks anyway. <laughs> and then they, start... <laughs> Which and then they try and to break out in a fight. Then... And, yeah. yeah. They try and start a fight. <laughs> and that goes well because, you know, the football team are that bad. And it's just so funny when the, when the, the, the announcer at the football game in the band and the band's just like, Yes. And everyone's there so to watch excited. the cheerleaders. Yeah. For the cheer- yeah. That that football team would have zero attendance if the cheerleaders were not there. Yeah. Um, and it's just because the cheerleaders are so beloved at this uh, school. Um, the funniest line in this movie was after that game, and it's the last thing the announcer says is, our next defeat is scheduled for next Friday <laughs> at 7.30. Yeah, because it's already known this team is going to lose because they suck. <sighs> and that made me that made me laugh very hard, admittedly. Yeah. And I, I like that. That was, that was very fun. <laughs> that was really funny. 
And then he'd be even kind of going at the other squad, like them trying to come at them and telling them they suck, and which they <laughs> nicely have you suck on their butts. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, then they return with the, uh, that's all right. That's okay. You're going to pump our gas someday. <laughs> see, truly, the Toros cheerleading just wins the whole movie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the, 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 the I mean, why do they even have a... They don't have a gymnastics team. Their football team's garbage. What's the basketball and baseball teams like? Probably what's their not fo- great. <laughs> what's their, you know, football, soccer team like? What's their uh, swim team like? Do they not have good sporting facilities at this particular school? This is in San Diego. They should have good sporting yeah. facilities. No, it's all about cheerleading, apparently. All about cheerleading in in San Diego, um, which is which is, I I suppose is fair when you are five time national champs. However, you stole all those national championship routines, and yes, Janine, any other nonsense about this movie that you simply have to talk about? Um, I think we pretty much covered everything. Um the silly language and the things that don't hold up, the things that are still really fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I loved Gabrielle Union in this movie, kind of being badass and you yeah, know, some great representation, which is something I always look for in movies. Um, Absolutely. Even though, to be honest, I I didn't think we got quite enough of them. No, ISIS and I the f- squad, I could have definitely used more of. Um, we didn't talk about how this has spawned uh, a huge batch of ridiculous straight-to-video sequels. Well, naturally. I mean, <laughs> look what the American Pie movies did. They had five or however many uh, straight-to-four. I want to say it's four. I have definitely seen them all. I believe it's four straight-to-DVD American Pie sequels. Oh, goodness. Well, I can't there say is, the same about the straight-to-video Bring It On sequels. There is a total of eight American Pie movies, and yes, I have seen them yeah. all. Not surprising. I mean, they've managed to spin off my favorite movie from the 90s, The Cutting Edge, into, like, three straight-to-video oh. sequels. So, if they can do an yeah. obscure 90s rom-com, <laughs> yeah, they could do a big teen cheerleading movie. I guess it's just cheerleading teams competing over and over again in these straight-to-DVD movies. Yeah, and it's usually, like, two squads who, like, hate each other for whatever reason. Yeah. Is, always the, uh, is the through line is the connective tissue there. Is there any more race wars? Um, no. Is it fair to, is it fair to call... <laughs> Bring it on a movie about race. No, no, I don't think it is. I just think one this is team. Not remember the Titans. This, this is not remember enough. the Titans. Which is very much very remember the Titans. <laughs> great football movie. Um this is bring it on where the that was like of early people don't act don't matter. That was early Morgan Hansen scene. That was early. That was that movie. <laughs> that that was that was Morgan hasn't seen before any inkling of Morgan hasn't seen existed. Yeah, that was the first movie I kind of made you watch <laughs> that you had never uh, seen before. Yes, 
Yes, I think it, I think it yeah, might have been. It was definitely when I was in Los Angeles last summer. Yeah. Um, along the same time that I saw the movie Rudy for the first time. Yes. And for because... some reason decided this was going to be my week of watching sports American movies. football <laughs> movies. Even and now though... you're a fan, so ha <laughs> I'm a fan of I, I, I am a fan of, of football movies. Um I'm a fan of sports movies in general, to be honest. I I feel like I feel like I still need to watch a lot of sports movies, but I can tick this one off now. So, yeah, so you would said, ge- you would clearly qualify this as a sports movie. Um, yeah, because I, it 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 cheerleading's a sport, right? Yeah. That would be classed. It has competitions. It's a athletic event. I'd it say requires. That. It's as much of a sport as. See, some people have real problems calling certain sports a sport, like darts. Darts is a sport, but is it athletic in any way? No, but it does it require technical skill and ability? Yeah. So that's what makes something a sport. To me, anything that requires technical skill and ability is a sport. Okay, well then this um, qualifies. And you will get more sports when we watch Varsity Blues. <laughs> we will, because Varsity Blues is not only a team movie. But it's also an American football movie. And I believe you get a little bit of soccer, a.k.a. football, Is there <laughs> in any She's All That. <laughs> Is there any baseball in any of these movies? Uh, no, I don't think there's baseball. The only, the only football, and I'm talking about, you know, my football, soccer, that I'm interested in, in a movie with the word she in the title is the movie She's the Man with Amanda Bynes. Oh my gosh. Yes, I know you were very disappointed there were no Amanda Bynes films on this list of teen movies. Terribly disappointed. But you had seen them all, so they would not qualify. I truly had. I truly had seen them all. I am such a huge Amanda Bynes fan, you don't even know. This is a... This would usually be classed as guilty pleasure, however I show no guilt whatsoever. (laughs) In my uh, love of Amanda Bynes movies, uh, very disappointed that she did not show up in Bring It On in any form. Uh, she would have been, although she was maybe a little young, um, but still, you know, she could have been at she could have been at the audition for the cheerleader and had done something stupid. That's true. That was what Amanda Bynes was doing at that point. She was just doing the silly Amanda Show sketch stuff. I know Amanda Bynes' life. <laughs> you do, apparently. But yeah, oh, the I'm only, sorry. The only, there was uh, no Amanda Bynes on this list for you. The only football teen movie, the only football, as in my football teen movie that I'm interested in is She's the Man. Okay, well, you'll get a small scene of football and she's all that. So suck are, on they that. Ter- are they terrible? Um, I believe he misses a goal because he's just very distracted by something that's been going on in the movie. So, you know, like um, like the start of Superbad. There's that little football game, and where Jonah Hill like boots the ball really far, and I think Dave Franco like 
calls him out on it. <laughs> I just remember that because it's it's football, football in a movie. Yeah, so I think you'll get a little bit of football and she's all that. Nothing near as extensive as she's the man. She's the man. He's all about football. That's the point it of is. the movie. Yes. It's still very sad that there's no Amanda Bynes, but <laughs> I suppose we will have to deal with that. Janine, uh, unless there is anything else that you would like to say about Bring It On. I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, it was kind of exactly what I expected it to be, but that's kind of perfect for what we're doing for this series. If if these movies are what I expect them to be, that means they are what I want them to be. And not and another teen movie will like blow up all these <laughs> all these little tropes yeah. that you see throughout. It'll just be fun seeing them all done in a very silly way with Captain America himself. Chris Exactly. We get that silly Chris Chris. And showdown competitor Sam Levine. And Sam Levine. Um of course, we're also getting a former Schmodown competitor, Freddie Prinze Jr. Yes. In in a movie, um, and she's all that. So a sort of hell of a lot of linkages in these uh, movies because everybody everybody mingles together yes. and is in Lots each other's mingling. movies, and it's and it's very uh, it is very fun. But yeah, I really like this movie. Um, not really much else I can say. It was funny. It was sweet. Um, the cheerleading was legitimately impressive. And it was, yeah, exactly what I was looking for. And just, it's another... Just one. Just one last thing. Did thing. you did you expect the Toros to win? Honestly, yes. So... I prefer it that they didn't because I always like it when sports movies, you don't have to win to win the day. It's like Rocky. It's like, uh, you know, I suppose essentially it's like Rudy with the fact that he plays hardly any of the game, comes on in the last 10 seconds, makes tackle, is the big hero. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I always like I, I like it in sports movies when you don't have to win, win to, to learn something or to feel good or exactly yeah, to still have that same moment. And we didn't talk about the fun little musical ending. Doesn't that also of... happen in She's the Man? <laughs> I think. Do they so. win in She's the Man? I, can't I don't remember. think they win in She's the Man. No, they don't win. They don't win in She's the Man. <laughs> the whole point of She's the Man is that there should be a, 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 a you know there should be women allowed to play. That's the whole point. Uh, so yeah. so that's, every, that, that's, yeah. Just just warning everyone, I'm, th- I'm thinking every movie we watch is going to somehow round back to Amanda Bynes. So just be Definitely. prepared for that. Definitely. But we didn't talk about the fun little musical ending with the, oh, Mickey. <laughs> fun little musical ending with, with uh, yeah, oh, Mickey or hey, Mickey or whatever you want to call it. Um, I would, you, you say, yeah, fun. I say ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I was. Again, this movie is just a musical. This it's a musical in the guise of not a musical. It's a weird movie. Yeah. It should be a musical. Um, but no, that was fun, and it yeah, it left it left the movie with just uh, the same upbeat cheer that the rest of the movie had. 
and that's perfect. Couldn't ask that's for anything great. more in a Could movie not, of this type. Could not ask for anything more. And perhaps the most, my most appreciated thing about about this is that they actually is that they had those outtakes and bloopers in the yeah. middle of the credits. You don't need which, special features for that. Just watch the end of the movie. Which no no movie does stuff like hey, that. Ten now. things I hate about you did that. <laughs> Not now. That was ten things I hate about. That was nineteen ninety nine. Not now. I oh now wish. movies. So much that movies would do something I like know, that. I like that because then you get to see kind of how much fun everybody had making it, and then you kind of enjoy it that much more. I think when you can Is tell it... that people have fun doing something, like you appreciate it more. Didn't At least like, for me. Didn't like uh, Pixar movies from around that time do that as well? Yes, like a, a Bug's Life, I think, yeah. did it, and Toy Story did it. Did Monsters Inc. do it? Yes, I think they did too. I think. See, bring back the trope in the late nineties and early two thousands of putting the bloopers in the middle of the credits. Yeah. Screw end credit scenes and mid credit scenes and that. We need to cycle back. Everything the, the time is an endless cycle, and it's time we cycled back to putting bloopers and outtakes. Everybody's sick of end credit scenes. Nobody wants to wait anymore. <laughs> The MCU has taken over and people yeah. are now... We don't always need are... any kind of serious plot advancement. We just need something fun. Yeah. And that is... Uh, that was very fun. And left me with a big smile on my face, which is what the whole movie did. So I'm looking forward to what we are doing next week. Janine, do we know which one of these movies we are doing next week? Um... I believe we'll just go a little bit more serious Ooh. with Varsity Blues. Because, Ooh. Morgan, I don't want your life. Well, that's very nice of you, James Van Der Beek. But um, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a lot of James Van Der Beek impressions next week. <laughs> I'm actually a fan of James Van Der Beek. I like James Van Der Beek. Yes. So, uh I'm I'm looking forward to watching Varsity Blues, even though uh, we're taking a bit more of a dramatic movie. Uh, Still a teen movie. An MTV made teen movie. An MTV made teen movie. This gets even better. So yes. I love it. Janine, there we go. That's going to do it for this episode of Morgan Hasn't Seen. I have now seen this movie yes so yay yay do your celebration spirit fingers, spirit spirit fingers. fingers everybody spirit fingers. everybody do your spirit fingers if you still don't know what spirit fingers are just move your fingers back and forth really quickly it's not jazz hands if you're doing jazz hands <laughs> you're doing it wrong sparky palastri will not accept jazz no, hands he will break a stool in your face he will punch you in the back if you do jazz hands. He will flick your nose. He will stamp on your little toe if you do jazz hands. He will kick you in the neck if you do jazz hands. Do spirit fingers. Do it now. There you go. Janine, what's going on? What are you up to? Where can people find you? Plug away. Yay. 
You can find me at Janine Debean on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out my silly little articles, Machine Mondays on TriviaSD.com. Uh, you can check out my Tee Public shop on G9 Design on Tee Public. You can get yourself some uh, machine merch or some Morgan Hasn't Seen merch or uh, It's a Wonderful Podcast shirt. It's all wonderful. It's all great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can see me on the Movie Trivia Schmodown as Janine the Machine on Movie Trivia Schmodown YouTube channel. So, yeah. Where she will bring in all the knowledge of movies such as Bring It On and Varsity Blues. Exactly. You can find uh, me, guys, on Twitter at the Purple Don with a three instead of the E in the Because Janine. Three is the magic number. Or on Instagram at just the Purple Don. You can find the show on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. And on Twitter, that is at It's A Wonderful One. Use the hashtags uh, Morgan Hasn't Seen or It's A Wonderful One to talk about uh, this show or the main show uh, that you can go and listen to on this feed. The namesake, It's A Wonderful Podcast, every Friday, a brand new older movie, pre-1970-ish movie. We make special... uh, we make special uh, exceptions for certain movies that are uh, post-1970, such as Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, um, which is still one of my favourite episodes we have ever done. <laughs> Not just because Janine was on that episode, but oh, also no. because apparently I do a very good impression <laughs> of the gentleman who tells the computer exactly what he can do with a lifetime <laughs> supply of chocolate. Yes! <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> You're very, very, very welcome. But yes, guys, go and check out the main show. Check out all the other episodes of this show, all on the same feed. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, CastBox... Google Podcasts and various other places you can uh, you listen to your podcasts on. Uh, do the rate and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out and gets us higher up the uh, the algorithmical, you know, techie, techie, techness, which I don't understand. But the people at Apple do, so go and do it and... The, all, all, I, all I understand is that you have to just go and do it, so go and do it. But thank you very much for listening to another episode of Morgan Hasn't Seen. Keep an eye out next week for the Varsity Blues. And uh, the Va- It's not the Varsity Blues. It's not like a <laughs> jazz band from the 50s. <laughs> yeah, the Varsity Blues band. Yeah, no. Um, although that would be... We'll have to talk about that next. We'll have to talk about the potential for a jazz band to form next week. <laughs> so there's something you can uh, get excited for as well. But, guys, until then, that's going to do it. And, yeah, I guess there's only one thing left to do. Janine, let's do it. <gasps> Three, two, one. Bye. Bye.